0: Yo, yo, check this out. This Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. <laughs> Hashtag future Cape Town. Good Hope FM. Opening the airwaves to the youth of Cape Town. And joining us in studio. You're probably a fan of his podcast. My man, Josh Rubin, a.k.a. Josh Wide Awake. Hi, bro. What's up, man? I'm good, and you? Doing great, man. The Wide Awake podcast. First and foremost, gotta let you know, okay? Yeah. When we were planning a future Cape Town, and we've been uh, interviewing young people doing amazing things, my producer could not stop saying, Kay, we need (laughs) to get Josh on air. Kay, we need to get him. I said, Okay then, then, then get him. Get him. Get him. I'm here. So Jason Abels, he's here, bro. He's here. Are you happy? All happy. He's he Jason Abels is happy. Josh, how does it feel to be on the other side, by the way, being interviewed and not being the interviewer?
1: You know, I'm I'm not so good at being interviewed because Generally, when you're interviewing someone, you just have to ask a question, you know? That's that's the thing about my podcast is I bring on interesting guests. That way, I don't have to be so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So it's quite nerve-wracking, to be
0: honest. But but we find you interesting. Thank you. You know, uh, when I say we find you interesting, I think a number of people, when they think of a podcast, they think of, you know, you're a young guy. How old are you?
1: 25.
0: You're 25. You're a young guy. Uh, We'd expect you to be talking about surfing or skateboarding or, oh, this girl, this... bro, your podcast is completely different. Why do you have such an extreme edge of a podcast? And when I say edge, bro, you've interviewed gangsters. You've interviewed a number of different type of people.
1: Why? So during lockdown, I really got into podcasts. Mm. I was never a big fan of YouTube or I didn't really watch it. You know, I always knew I wanted to create video content, but I never really produced much of it, Mm. uh, especially not for YouTube. And I started watching a lot of podcasts and I was like, you know, I spend up to three weeks producing one video, sometimes more, sometimes less, but generally around that period of time. And you produce a five minute video and people that like watching your work, watch it for five minutes and then it's over, you know? Yeah. So I thought the podcast is so cool because you can create a lot more content and people Mm. can enjoy it for much longer. Okay. And, um, it's just what I like to do. You know, I love listening to people talk about things that I'm interested in. Mm. So... I wanted to see if my documentary work, because I've been doing documentary photography since I was like 15, 16 years old. Okay. And I was like, I wonder if instead of interviewing celebrities, um, or kind of prominent figures, yeah, why don't I just interview everyday people that I've been taking photos of and see how that goes. Mm. And, um, I mean, the first episode was about me and my struggle with addiction. Okay. And, um, You know, I didn't think anyone was going to watch it But people actually tuned in and watched it and enjoyed it The second episode I did with an ex-gangster called Turner Adams And uh, he is a very, very interesting guy And,
0: um Why? Why did you think like, okay, let me go just interview this ex-gangster Why?
1: So I've been taking photos of gang members for a long time I don't know why I was kind of always drawn to it I mean, I started taking photos of gangsters when I was like 15 or 16 years old My parents had a shop in in Woodstock Mm. And I'd kind of just wander around, take photos of people and meet new people And, um you know There's a there's a big problem With gang violence In South Africa mm. So There was there was always this guy That I've seen photos of And I've seen him in documentaries And mm. it was Tony Adams And I was like This could be so interesting To just to sit down And have a talk Because mm. no I don't think many people Have seen someone like him On a podcast before So I was like Definitely Let's invite him in And see what he has to say And you know We've actually become Quite good friends I think he's uh, He's changed so much Throughout his life mm. And uh, obviously He's done some bad things Yeah But um. It's, it's kind of he's flipped it around he's he served a lot of time in prison and he's flipped yes. it around and he's doing amazing work in his community so love that yeah I just I interview people that I'm interested in
0: that's, that's, that's so insane bro because I mean I know I'm a number of people in media you know in these big media houses who would be terrified <laughs> at the thought of you know I need to sit across the room from you know a gangster and, and talk to them and, and find out what goes on in their psyche have you been scared? What, what was your scariest moment, if you've had any?
1: I've never been scared on the podcast. Um, you know, it was so funny when I brought Turner. And I mean, I bring a number of very interesting people into my studio, which is in my parents' house. So whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> what? Renfrey, free. <laughs> <laughs> it's rent free. Whoa. So, so these guys agreed to come to your home yeah so um, I walk in and I often don't like I, I tell my parents you know I'm, I'm interested in interviewing this person and I've interviewed the person who runs the satanic church in Cape Town he's this very interesting guy he's a massive guy tattoos all over his face there's Turner there's I've interviewed people from cults and you know I mean they just walk in often they sit down and have tea and lunch with my mom and, <laughs> while I sit up <laughs> It was so Whoa. funny My auntie was down from Durban And I brought Turner And this was the first time I ever met Turner So I didn't know How he was going to be You know Okay Turner He was one of the leaders Of the 28 gang In Paulsmoor And he, I bring him into the house And he, he loves talking You know He's a yeah. very He's a conversationalist yeah. And he sits down With my mom and my auntie Who's just here from Durban And they just have lunch And he, you know It was it was awesome It was just so awesome wow. To see these like Different worlds colliding And you know, I, love
0: th- I love that though Because I think You know Everyone has a story to tell You know, we don't know how some people find themselves in certain positions. And the most important thing, and I loved what you said, is that, you know, he's doing stuff in his community now and he's trying to do things for the better. And, you know, you're probably a part of the reason as to why he's probably started doing a lot more good. Because he wants to change that person, He wants to sit with people and have lunch just like
1: anyone else, right? So, I mean, I think he's been doing this kind of work for a long time. Yeah. And I was just, I kind of just walked in and, and saw the work he was doing. But the fact that he can kind of spread his message and, um, you know, a lot of people find it a bit controversial to have uh, gang members and, and that kind of thing on your podcast and give it a platform. Mm. But I'd never interview especially on the, the main podcast. I never interview gangsters that are active. Yes. I always look for people that are, have turned their life around and are doing good. Yes, And uh, yeah, he's one of those people eh? Absolutely,
0: man. We're joined in studio. If you are just joining us right here on The Great Drive, don't worry about that. Josh, that's just load shedding. We're still on air. All right, with Josh, Ruben, a.k.a. Josh Wide Awake. You've probably watched his interviews. You've seen his podcast. If you have any questions, oh seven one two eight six zero six three nine. A young gentleman who's going out in the world started off with photography and then you broke. broken to the podcasting game. And let's talk about the podcasting game now. Now you're now you're uploading content and you're getting people commenting about your content. Do you feel pressure to produce sort of the same type of content or are you just sticking to your guns?
1: So I'm always going to be doing this kind of stuff. Mm. Very interesting kind of things that people wouldn't like people. I want to bring people on that you wouldn't generally hear from, you know. Mm. Um, I also want to diversify a little bit and interview. I would love to interview some of the the, the rugby players in South Africa, you know. Um, I think a lot of them have very interesting stories, mm. especially from where they started to where they are now. I find it incredible, you know, being one of the, the best rugby teams in the world. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the, the the tough thing with the podcast is finding interesting guests right. that want to come on the podcast. All right, um, which that that can be a big um, can be a bit of an issue. Yeah. So I've spent the past month or so. I haven't really done any episodes. I actually recorded one the other day that I haven't uploaded yet. But I've been kind of doing research and figuring out ways to do more episodes more frequently. All right, and. Uh, episodes that aren't always reliant on guests so sometimes we'll pick some interesting topics and we'll talk about those you know the, the funny thing is I just got a soundboard a brand mm. new soundboard because I've been, working, oh, on, fun. I've been fun. working on like skeleton equipment you know <laughs> <laughs> just like as little as possible so All I went right. the other day and I bought this massive soundboard and I spent the whole day um, calling people because you can change your voice you can make yourself sound no like, a, like a little kid or like a man like with a massive deep voice <laughs> <laughs> so I spent the, the whole afternoon calling people like my dad and just like just playing around with them man. It was a lot of fun.
0: Absolutely, man. He's in the building with us, uh, Josh Rubin, a.k.a. Josh Wide Awake. If you have any questions, 071 286 0639. We're chatting to him. We're opening the airwaves to the future of Cape Town. We're live right now on The Great Drive. Got Josh Rubin, a.k.a. Josh Wide Awake, in studio. We're opening the airwaves to the future of Cape Town. Hashtag Future Cape Town. Good Hope FM. Opening the airwaves to the youth. Alright, so we're opening the airwaves to the youth and Josh, look man, we've we've been talking off air, we're also live on our Facebook page that's facebook.com forward slash Good FM. Yeah, some buttons just go off every once in a while, don't worry about that So Josh, let's talk about content, right, and what speaks to the people, right Now, I want you to tell me about the content you've done, don't go into too much detail about what's coming, because I know you're working on some stuff So, you've done your interviews, you've you know, involved Caroline into your interviews. I can't believe I even know Caroline's name. It's, it's crazy. That's how much uh, of your stuff we watch. Content. Why should young people be sharing stories online?
1: So, I think... Am I back? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, I think, you know, like I was I was saying to you earlier, um, it's, it's important to hear these kind of stories. Hmm. Sometimes it's not always... Easiest to listen to it Um, And and that's where I kind of try And make things interesting Um, Sometimes things are a bit over-exaggerated But you have to Find a way to tell a story that needs to be told In a way that people want to watch Okay. Right? So a lot of my stuff's quite raw And um, I was saying to you earlier that A lot of the time, especially with TikTok around People want to watch a 15 second video They want to scroll right past it Yeah. But I think it is very important to to share stories that need to be heard mm. and um, I mean that's what I try to do
0: mm. Mm. And, and with you doing that you know you, you said it, it gets a bit difficult what has been the toughest interview for you emotionally where you were like wow I, I, I don't know if the world can handle this like what happened take us into your studio
1: she said I don't know you know because I do interviews outside of the podcast space as well like yeah. I go and uh, travel around and yeah. do interviews and I also do interviews on the podcast but I think for the podcast, there hasn't been any that I've been like, wow, this, oh, okay, wait, there was one interview. It's difficult in a different way. It was difficult as in I messed up completely okay. and we had to reform the whole thing. <laughs> you know, sometimes, I mean, you're live. I don't know how you do this all the time. <laughs> because what happens when you show up to work sometime and you're just like, I don't feel like speaking today. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it can be difficult in that sense. Sometimes yeah. I I wake up and I'm like super tired and I'm just like I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, in terms of hard hitting and like interviews that were hard to hear, um, there was this one interview where I I talked to this girl called Erica Bornman, and uh, she was part of a cult, wow. and she uh, was well, she grew up in a cult, and just hearing the things that she had to endure were. I don't want to mention the name of it at all, but um, just hearing the things that she had to endure was quite uh, hard to hear, you know. Um,
0: Are there cults in Cape Town, guys? There's
1: cults cults everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) This man's
0: going to make me walk out
1: and and look over my shoulder like, are you part of a cult? But um, a lot of the time, it's the ones that I do outside of the podcast studio that are the hardest Mm. because you're going into places, like I I do a lot of stuff in, uh, like drug dens and i I go onto the streets into like people's tents and and have conversations and you're seeing people in their environments you know a lot of the time when you see a homeless person Mm. you don't realize where they go back to at night Mm. and uh, i've kind of experienced that not personally but i experience it through them when i'm talking to them you can hear a lot of the time with interviews people love to be heard Mm. i think it's a thing that all humans like is to be heard mm. and uh just talking to people that you know have never had the opportunity to sit down and actually express how they feel right. uh that can be the hardest you know wow, um man. it's not any person in specific but just those kind of moments are, are pretty tough wow man so you go out there and dude you know you're a journalist by
0: the way i'm uh, not, can I, can, we, can i give him that title tomorrow lorenzo <laughs> uh, we are dubbing you
1: a journalist Thank you Because whenever You know especially on like Tinder and stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to put TikToker uh-huh. I don't want to put Instagrammer And I don't want to put YouTuber So I put like Documentary photographer And journalist, And I'm like Is this a bit cheeky like,
0: <laughs> Bro uh, you've got a whole lot Of charisma uh, to you bro What keeps you going man Like you know Everyone has a why We all have a why as to why we're doing this. But what keeps you going? I mean, you deal with a lot of negative comments around your videos. People sometimes will say, look, we don't want it. You shouldn't be talking to these guys. These guys are dangerous. Blah, 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 blah. You know? What keeps you going past that and saying, no, I'm going to keep going out there and I'm going to keep finding these stories and I'm going to keep editing them for hours and hours and uploading
1: them? What keeps you going? I think there's no one thing that really keeps me going you know I've been I've been doing this work for so long mm-hmm. and for some reason I was just drawn to it at a very young age yeah. and um, there's been moments where I have had some backlash like I was saying it's sometimes in this line of work you don't know when you're stepping over the line or yes. you don't know how things are going to be perceived Yeah. so the first time I got backlash was during um, it was during lockdown like as lockdown started because me and my friend got a, a press pass mm. and uh, we just were allowed to go anywhere we wanted mm. and we, we got some footage that was was tough to see Um and I got backlash and I like had like a bit of a breakdown because it was very intense it was wow. it wasn't just like one person going off me it was like this massive account came after me and I mean they had close to like a million followers oh, wow. and I was very small at the time mm. and uh they just started blasting me and um <laughs> I was a bit nervous at the beginning and I was a bit like, I was very pale, but then I just saw like thousands of people within like a few hours started following me. Oh, and I wow. was like, clearly the people that are coming with rage to come shout at me are watching what I'm doing. And they're like, well, maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> 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 but but, but, but there, there has been moments where, where I've I've given up and I've tried different career paths, you know, because yeah. in this line of work, it can be very tough to make a, a good living yeah. and a consistent living. Yeah. Um, and also it just it takes a toll on you mentally and i I've, wow. I've tried other parts i've i've tried i mean me and my my friend caroline we make funny videos together mm. and we've been doing it for a long time as yeah. well before tiktok before instagram existed yeah. Yeah. um and i was like let's just go this route you know because yeah. it's more family friendly it's a lot of fun yeah but it's just i love doing it but something always just brings me back to the documentary style work. Because yeah. I feel like you're so, you, you can't be so ignorant to live in a place like South Africa. Oh, wow. Do this kind of work and ignore all of the stories that are out there, you know? Wow. And uh, I mean, the first thing I do when I, when I meet people from overseas, I always take them to, to see these kind of places. And Because you come to South Africa or Cape Town and it's such a beautiful place. And sometimes you can get hypnotized. Mm. My, my worst thing is when someone says, Cape Town's amazing. There's nothing wrong with Cape Town. There's a You're lot right. wrong with Cape Town. Have you have you taken a drive? Yeah, I mean, what do you see the first first thing when you land in South Africa? Or, I mean, in Cape Town. Nyanga. You see Nyanga. Mm. So, that's what keeps me coming back to this kind of work is because I believe it's important and I've always been drawn to it. Absolutely, man.
0: Wow, I'm 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 blown away, bro. You're a young guy and I think you've got a bright future. And Abel's please extend our contact details to this young gentleman so we can help him out uh, whenever you want to be featured on The Great Drive. We've got your back.
1: Thank you. The media be awesome. houses may
0: turn their back, <laughs> but we've got your back. And you know, it's funny because I actually used to
1: work for SABC. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: well, welcome back. I don't know if we got your back anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Alright, mm-hmm. go ahead and drop the links to your uh, podcast, uh, your social media links, so everybody can check you out, buddy.
1: So, if you want to just check out my podcast, it's on YouTube, Wide Awake Podcast. It's a video podcast. And uh, Instagram, Josh Wide Awake. If you want to see some funny videos, just go to the Instagram, Josh and Caroline, and you'll, you'll have a good laugh.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for coming through to the great drive, bro. Thanks for having that me. That was hashtag future k Town. Good Hope FM, opening up the airwaves to the youth of Cape Town. For the podcast, visit goodhopefm.co.za. Feel it for more. goodhopefm.co.za. It's all you
1: need.